This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning with an overcast sky, 51 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday. It's the 4th of April, 2022. Rich Mulders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We've got a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms today. And looks like we're going to get some showers this morning. And we may get a little break from those during the day today, but tonight... We've got an 80% chance of showers, possibly a thunderstorm, a low of 55 overnight. Tuesday, there's a slight chance of showers till about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. That's when we'll see some clearing and an afternoon high of 76. Tuesday night, mostly clear, but there is a 30% chance that we could have a pop-up shower or thunderstorm, a low of 53. And sunny skies on Wednesday, a high of 69, but we've got some gusty winds moving in on Wednesday. And even with some sunshine and pleasant temperatures for the remainder of the work week, we'll have those gusty winds to contend with all the way through Friday. Currently overcast, 51 at the KVOM studios. And let's congratulate our employee of the day today, Mary Loveland, at the Moralton Post Office. Obituaries this morning, Nedra Laurel Garrett Denman, age 86 of St. Vincent, died Thursday, March 31st. She was one of the first women to ever coach athletics in the state of Georgia and was the first to begin a special education curriculum for adaptive physical education in the state of Georgia. She coached cheerleading, having both the first black cheerleader and the first male cheerleader in Georgia, as well as the first pom-pom squad in the state. She spent 42 years as a teacher in both Georgia and Missouri. She is survived by four children, nine grandchildren, and eight great-grandchildren, Her life will be celebrated with the rosary at St. Mary Church in St. Vincent tonight at 7 with visitation following, and the funeral service for Nedra Laurel Garrett Denman will be held Tuesday, April 5th, 10 a.m. at St. Mary Church with Father Jim Burney and Deacon Steve Mallett officiating. Burial will be next to her husband Bill at St. Mary Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Memorial donations may be sent to St. Mary CYM, to repair the basketball court for the kids. Bobby Epperson, age 70, of Conway, died Friday, April 1st. He was a police officer for the University of Central Arkansas in Conway, a member of First Baptist Church of Moralton, former Conway County Deputy Sheriff and Chief Investigator, and a former Conway County Circuit and Chancery Clerk, having served four terms. Survivors include his wife of 50 years, Roxana Rowell Epperson of Conway, daughter Catherine Epperson of Moralton, sister Donna Chastain of Moralton, and five grandchildren. A memorial service for Bobby Epperson will be held Tuesday, April 5th at 2 p.m. at First Baptist Church of Moralton with Brother Wes Brown, Reverend Coy Sample, and Brother Russ Roden officiating. Visitation will be one hour prior to service time at the church. Private burial will be at a later date at St. Elizabeth Cemetery in Apollo by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Colleen Bean Fields, age 88, of Plummerville, died Wednesday, March 30th. Graveside service will be this afternoon at 2 at Plummerville Cemetery, with Brother Jack Bean officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Charles Whitley Granberry, age 94, of Perry, died on Friday, April 1st. He enlisted in the U.S. Navy when he was 17 during World War II and served in the Pacific Theater until the end of the war in 1945. He was part of the military occupation of Japan after the Japanese surrender, at which time he was discharged and returned home to finish his education. 
He was called up again in 1950 during the Korean War, where he served aboard the USS Grafias in direct support of the Korean Theater of Operations. After Korea, he was signed to many duty stations, and then in 1968 he was sent to South Vietnam for his third combat deployment. He ultimately retired as Chief Hospital Corpsman in 1971, ending a distinguished military career that included the Navy Unit Commendation, Good Conduct Medal with Silver Star, Asiatic Pacific Campaign Medal, WW2 Victory Medal, Navy Occupation Service Medal, National Defense Service Medal with Bronze Star, Korean Service Medal, Vietnam Service Medal, Navy Reserve Medal, Republic of Korea Presidential Unit Citation, United Nations Service Medal, and Republic of Vietnam Campaign Medal. After his military retirement, he worked for the Veterans Administration in Little Rock and later furthered his education by studying horticulture at what was then Pettyjean Vocational College. He founded Granberry Landscape Maintenance Company in Little Rock and operated a nursery growing crepe myrtles until fully retiring to Perry in 1989. He was a member of St. Elizabeth Catholic Church of Apollo for over 32 years. He is survived by his wife of 71 years, Patricia Nodal Granberry of Perry, his children Steve Granberry of Perry, Mary Beth Granberry of California, Mark Granberry of Little Rock, Philip Granberry of Massachusetts, Rita Granberry of New Mexico, Lou Granberry of Texas, Neil Granberry of Cleveland, and Chris Granberry of Perry, 12 grandchildren and three great-grandchildren. Rosary will be Tuesday, April 5th at 6 p.m. at Harris Funeral Home with visitation following until 8 o'clock. Mass of Christian Burial for Charles Whitley Granberry will be held Wednesday, April 6, 1 p.m. at St. Elizabeth Catholic Church by Father Thomas J. Hart. Burial will follow in the parish cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. In lieu of flowers, donations may be made to St. Elizabeth Catholic Church in Apollo and the family would like to thank Nikki Long for her many years of caring for Charles. Richard Arthur Pascoe, age 76, died Monday, March 14th. Memorial service will be this afternoon at 2 at Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home in Moralton. Arrangements by Rosewood Funerals and Cremation of Moralton. James O. Strachner, age 67, of Moralton, died Thursday, March 24th. He worked for Levi Strauss for many years before they shut down then worked for Telex and later Vin Long, where he remained for the remainder of his life. Funeral service for James O. Strachner will be held Tuesday, April 5th at 10 a.m. at Bob Neal & Sons Funeral Home Chapel. Arrangements are by Bob Neal & Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. 738, overcast, 51 degrees at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 71 with mostly cloudy skies and a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 740, overcast, 51 at the KVOM studios. 
Arkansas State Police Friday confirmed the identity of the woman fatally shot by four Pope County law enforcement officers Wednesday night as 35-year-old Samantha L. Edgman of Springfield, Missouri. The state police investigation into the incident is continuing. Edgman is believed to have been involved in an attempted residential break-in in Atkins. Two Atkins police officers and two Pope County Sheriff's deputies responding to the scene encountered the suspect outside a residence at 3500 West Main Street. According to initial reports, Edgman began approaching the law enforcement officers armed with a piece of metal pipe. Commands were given to the suspect to drop the pipe but ignored, according to preliminary statements provided to state police. As she continued to advance toward the four officers, each fired their weapons, leading to Edgman dying at the scene. The state police investigation will be submitted to the Pope County prosecuting attorney to use in a determination whether the use of deadly force by the deputies and police officers was consistent with Arkansas laws. Funding from the Federal Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act has put the first significant funding in a decades-long effort to deepen the Arkansas River Navigation Channel to 12 feet. Much of the river system depth is now at 9 feet. On March 29th, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers published an addendum of projects funded through IIJA, which included $92.6 million to, quote, initiate construction of the project, unquote. According to Talk Business and Politics, all six members of Arkansas's congressional delegation voted against the infrastructure bill. The Arkansas River system is 445 miles long and stretches from the confluence of the Mississippi River to the port of Catoosa near Tulsa, Oklahoma. The controlled waterway has 18 locks and dams, including the Toadsuck Lock and Dam and the Arthur V. Orman Lock and Dam at Moralton. Phyllis Hardin, chair of the Arkansas Waterways Commission, says the funding will help improve the river depth faster than industry officials previously believed, and that a deeper channel on all river segments could mean 40% or more cargo placed in each barge. Talk Business and Politics reports the IIJA addendum also includes over $109 million for work on the Three Rivers Project to control flooding and erosion near the confluence of the Arkansas and Mississippi rivers. Extension Homemakers Clubs in Conway County are gearing up for their annual Spring Council. The event signals a return to a sense of normalcy for club members who were forced to make adjustments to the Spring Council and most other events and activities over the past two years. The Petty Jean Extension Homemakers Club will host this year's council on April 22nd in the new Hardison Visitor Center at Petty Jean State Park. Shannon Autry, family and consumer science agent with the Conway County Cooperative Extension Service, invites anyone with an interest in community service and helping others to consider joining one of the five clubs within the county. We focus on educating families and um, having a good time and community service is basically uh, what we work on and you know we have five clubs that are active in Conway County and so we'd love to reach out and invite anybody to uh, get in contact with us and let us know if that's something you might want to spend some time in. We we can find a good club for you, and if you go ahead and join now, you can come join us for Spring Council on April 22nd. It should be a good time. Autry says each club does its own community service project, and they all join forces for a larger countywide project, which this year involves the Conway County Center for Exceptional Children. For more information on the different clubs in the county and how you can get involved, call the Extension Office at 501-977-2146. 
One lane of the Highway 60 bridge across the Arkansas River at Toadsuck will close from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. Tuesday so that work crews can conduct routine maintenance. Officials at the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers regret any inconvenience this may cause and ask for the public's cooperation until the work is completed. Flaggers will be present to assist with the flow of traffic, but motorists should plan alternate routes and allow extra time to reach their destinations. The closure is being coordinated with emergency services and law enforcement agencies. Taking a look at our community calendar, the Downtown Church of Christ in Moralton is hosting a gospel meeting tonight through Wednesday with guest speaker Glenn Newton of the Agape Church of Christ in St. John's, Florida, who will speak on Conversations with God. The service will be at 7 o'clock each night, and a dinner will be served at 6 o'clock. All are welcome. Portland Missionary Baptist Church in Plummerville is holding its Spring Revival meeting through Wednesday. Meetings start at 4, 5, 6, and 7 o'clock each night with the guest speaker, Pastor Brandon White, from the Indian Mission Baptist Church in Smithville, Oklahoma. The Kiwanis Club of Moralton is selling smoked pork loins as a fundraiser. They are $25 each. They'll be available for pickup or delivery on Friday, April 15th. The deadline to order is today. You can call Angela at 501 652-0189. The advising and registration process for the fall 2022 semester at UACCM is underway. Current students can visit uaccm.edu slash student slash advising to book an advising appointment. It must be done today. New students can book an advising appointment online beginning today and register with their advisor beginning April 18th. Moralton Primary School will hold ABC Pre-K registration for the 2022-23 school year today and tomorrow, 9.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. in the ABC office. A copy of the child's birth certificate, social security card, immunization record, current well-child checkup, and proof of household income are required to complete the registration application. For more information, call Director Brenda Benson at 501-354-7606. The Conway County Quorum Court ARP Committee will meet at 1 o'clock this afternoon in the third floor conference room at the courthouse in Moralton. Well, as you can imagine, we put a lot of effort into creating an all-local morning newscast here on KVOM, and we want to make that content available to as many people as possible. So that's why KVOM's News Watch is available on our podcast channel every single weekday. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. Listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 747, overcast in 51 degrees at the KVOM studios. Up next, Eric Tyler has your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 
Hey, Films News, Wackler Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. A three-run first inning was more than enough for the Marlton High School baseball team to defeat Dardanelle 11-1 Friday afternoon in a 4A4 conference game in Dardanelle. Sophomore Luke Carner, seniors Bo McElroy and Braden Garrett and freshman Caden Mueller all had two hits, while senior Casey Jones and sophomore Duncan Blakely each drove in two runs for the Devil Dogs. McElroy was a winning pitcher, allowing one run on two hits and two walks with nine strikeouts over five and two-thirds innings. With a win, the Devil Dogs improved their record to 9-0 on the season 2-0 in conference play. Marlton returns home to face Lamar for a non-conference game today, first pick at 4.30 p.m. Senior Taylor Berry and sophomore Sophia Worman each had a two-run homer. The Marlton High School softball team got a 6-5 walk-off win over Atkins in a non-conference game at Friday afternoon in Marlton. Junior Lane and Tilly picked three scoreless innings in relief to get the win, which improves the Devil Dogs' record to 9-3 on the season. Marlton will play a non-conference game at Conway this afternoon at 5 o'clock. Nemo Vista baseball team suffered its first conference loss of the season on Friday following to Mount Vernon Nola 3-2 in Mount Vernon. Redhawks play a non-conference game at Darnell today at 4-30. The Nemo Vista softball team lost its game to Mount Vernon Nola 10-0 on Friday, falling to 2-2 two two in 1A4 conference play. Lady Redhawks will play a non-conference game at St. Joseph in Conway today at 4.30. The Wonderview High School baseball team lost to Guy Perkins 2-1 in a 1A4 conference game in Wonderview on Friday. Daredevils now 4-7 overall on the season, 0-4 in conference play. And they'll play host to Sacred Heart for another conference game today at 4.30 p.m. The Wonderview softball team scored two runs in the bottom of the sixth inning to overtake Guy Perkins 2-1 in 1A4 conference action in Wonderview on Friday. Junior Lydia Polk had 10 strikeouts to get the win in the circle for the Lady Daredevils who improved their record to 4-4 overall, 3-2 in the conference. Wonderview will host Sacred Heart today at 4.30 p.m. And we'll have the broadcast of that softball game for you live on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800. Marlton High School girls soccer team improved its record to 5-3 with a 4-0 win over Mina on Friday night at Devil Dog Stadium. The boys team won its third game of the season, beating the Bearcats 5-1. Marlton will play host to Sylvan Hills tonight. Girls play at 5 p.m. Boys game will follow at 7. Marlton's Maddox Long had nine strikeouts in five and two-thirds innings for the Harding University baseball team on Saturday, but did not factor in the decision as the Bison won the opener of a doubleheader against Arkansas Monticello 10-9 in 14 innings. Marlton's McKenna Keaton picked two innings in relief and recorded one strikeout for the Delta State softball team on Saturday as the Lady Statesman lost the opener of a doubleheader to Union Uni- University 5-2. The number two ranked University of Arkansas baseball team fell to Mississippi State 5-3 in 12 innings Sunday, but still won two of three from the defending national champions in the series. Now 21-5 overall, 7-2 in Southeastern Conference play. The Razorbacks will host Central Arkansas on Tuesday in Fayetteville. Mary Half had eight strikeouts and a two-hit shutout for the number nine-ranked Arkansas softball team on Sunday as the Razorbacks beat Ole Miss 8-0 to win that series over the Rebels and improved to 24-7 overall, 6-3 in the SEC. Arkansas will play at Central Arkansas on Tuesday. The UCA Bears will face three first-time opponents during the 2022 football season as well as an SEC school. The Bears face Idaho State, Lindenwood, and Kennesaw State for the first time ever and will play at Ole Miss for the second time in program history on September 10th. UCA will have five home games this coming season. 7.53 now as we look at weather on this Monday. 
And currently in Marlton, we've got humidity at 82%. Northeast winds at 7 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 29.89 inches. Low temperature this morning, 48 degrees. High yesterday was 75. A year ago today, the low was 38 with a high of 80. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Did get a half inch of rain uh, Friday night, Saturday morning at the KVOM studios. And total for the year now is at 15.67 inches. Sunset this evening is 734. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 653. And forecast calls for 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms today. Otherwise, mostly cloudy with a high near 70 degrees. 80% chance of thunderstorms tonight with a low around 55. And then just a slight chance of rain tomorrow. High near 76 for the afternoon. And then sunny skies expected Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. A little bit of a cool down uh, near the end of the week. Right now, we have got overcast conditions in 52 degrees in Moralton at 7.54 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.